Thanks for joining us and supporting Vicky Doe Fitness. We ask for your continued support by becoming an It's All About Health and Fitness premium member. Go to www.vickydofitness.com forward slash join. Again, that's www.vickydofitness.com forward slash join and register for a $6 monthly subscription. And remember, keep listening, sharing, and checking us out. The views and opinions expressed are for general informational purposes only. Consult with your physician or medical health care provider for medical advice, diagnosis, and or treatment. Today, we talk about successful strategies for living healthy and fit. Yes, it is still early in the year. So how do we get back on track with our health and fitness? Well, one of the ways we can do this is by increasing our physical activity and probably cutting down on salt and processed foods. But most of all, we can start back by being consistent in practicing healthy habits each and every day. Every bit counts towards a healthy and fit life. All this and more on It's All About Health and Fitness. Welcome to It's All About Health and Fitness with Dr. Vicki Hayward-Doe and Dr. Virginia Banks-Bright. This program is brought to you by Vicki Doe Fitness, a multimedia health and wellness forum. Now here's your host, Vicki Doe and D. Banks-Bright. I'm Dr. Vicki Haywood-Doe, and with me is the one and only Dr. Virginia D. Banks-Bright. Hi, Vicki. How are you? I am fine. And how are you today? I'm better than I was last week. We've got a lot of sick patients. I'm sure your honey sweet has told you a lot of sick patients yes. in the hospital, a lot of respiratory illnesses. And, you know, although colds are not caused by weather, but there is some evidence to show shifting changes and mm -hmm. weather patterns and stuff may contribute to your immune system. You know, we go from 20 to 50. I know. 50 oh, to I 20. Know. I know. Tomorrow there's supposed to be some sort of lake effect snowstorm. Yes, yes. You can't keep up. I know. No, you can't <laughs> keep a good woman down. Hey. No. Mm -mm. I'm back. I rallied. And I worked all weekend, too. I know. But you, you, know, you so, are back, but huh? But you got, I'm back. Bloody but unbowed. There it Bloody is. Bloody but unbowed. <laughs> they can't keep me down. Uh-uh. All right, now. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Well, today we talk about successful strategies for living healthy and fit. And yes, we are rolling into March and we here, we are here, but we here <laughs> at Vicky Doe Fitness, yes. we want to help you to get back, refocus on being successful this year, the year 2020, on fulfilling your healthy living goals. And yes, we know that you made all those New Year's resolutions and you probably ain't doing nothing now. Not one. <laughs> Pipe <Probably>. dreams. <laughs> so, you know, it's not too late, folks. It's just no. the end of February rolling Get into back March. up on that wagon. Get we back up. We know you've fallen off, but get back up on that wagon. Yes, yeah. get back up because, mm -hmm. as they say, 
that the best New Year's resolutions and goals are the ones that you keep and follow through. Exactly. So you got to follow through and through. Exactly. What they say? Through and through. Through and through. That's it. Yes. That's it. So it's not too late. And we are here today doing this episode, giving you some of the research tried and true strategies that will help you to get back on track and to give you the healthy outcomes that you are seeking. And so we can't wait to get it started. Now, make sure, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. It's all about health and fitness, Vicky Doe Fitness, where you get a chance to be inspired. You learn and meet other experts trying to live a life of health and wellness. And we are working hard, right, Dee? We yes, work hard. We do. To get hard, folks hard. Yes, hard. <laughs> To get folks to come, you know, and bring you some some of these um, things, you know, all these tips and things. But also we want to bring these awesome folks to be a guest to show and share what they are doing. You know, they are holding it down and getting great things and doing great things in our community. And so we want them to share with us and give us healthy tips on how we can live better and we can't wait for them to be on our show and talk with us. And so we just confirmed that we have coming down the pipe the Joe Moss. Yes. Like, Mr. Sixpack. Yes. Blessed Body Fit. Yes. And he has been on our show before. Mm -hmm. The one and only Michelle Tabard for yes. Her Power Hustle. Yes, and she's doing the thing right in Florida, getting mm -hmm. all these women inspired mm -hmm. to be great entrepreneurs. And so, yeah, we got we got a lot of things happening. We want you to stay in tune. Make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss out and you will get notifications when we post a new show and then you can stay connected. Also, make sure you go to our resources page www.vickidofitness.com forward slash resources and there you will find products services that will be helpful to you as you embrace a life of health and fitness and so we have a variety of items on our resource list for you to to um, check out and try and let's talk about and I talked about this a few weeks ago but let's talk about it again. This is natural hair and skincare products. It's a company called Just Nutritive. It is a. Uh, it says nourish with nature. That's their tagline. But it's by the company Just Natural Products, and they are a fast-growing natural skincare online store with a wide selection of natural effective skin and hair care products. And so if you check out their products, you will see that they have over 140 products, which means that they have something, a little something for everyone. Authentic, nutritive skin and hair care products. And they are beautifully packaged and highly effective. Just nutritive products are handmade fresh, vegan, made in the U.S. of A., sulfate-free, color-safe, no parabens, chloride-free, gluten-free. And so I love it. I have tried because, you know, I go and see what kind of products they have for mm -hmm. us folk, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. us black folk. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, they have what is called nutritive black hair pre-wash treatment. I tried it and my hair was soft and wonderful after the treatment. And so I'm hooked. I'm hooked on it. I am hooked. But guess what? I thought that was very neat is for all of you 
um, pet lovers and dog lovers, they have dog care products. They call it Dog Neutral Solutions. Mm. Yeah. So go check it out. Make sure you go on our resources page, www.vickidofitness.com forward slash resources and check out this company, Just Nutritive. And remember, when you use any of the affiliate links to buy any of the products and services on our resources page, you are supporting us here at Vikido Fitness. And as always, yes. thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. Thank you, thank you for your support. Well, D, you know, yesterday was Fat Tuesday. And so I said, you know what? I'm not going to celebrate because I'm trying not to be fat. Well, I went out and celebrated. <laughs> what and is so, it? The Mardi Gras, right? I, Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So I started in the morning and uh-huh. for, my, for the hospital staff, I went to... Kravitz Deli around the corner from where we live. Yes. And yes. got some of these things called potchkis. Have you ever heard of them? No. Potchkis. Okay. They're the most decadent thing in the world. Okay. But they're these like jelly donuts. Okay. And they're all powdered and not beignets. Okay. But they're like the jelly donuts and they have all different types of stuff on the inside. So I took like two boxes, one for okay. each floor in the hospital. And I opened them up and I was like, Oh, my gosh. You know what? Uh I don't think I've had a donut in 15 years. I took one of those bad boys and bit into it, and it Uh was heaven. I'm in heaven. (laughs) Look. I was like, wow, uh, (laughs) why should I deprive myself this morning? It was like all kinds of endorphins. Look, we are promoting health and wellness, and you talking about some sweets. It was so good. So I had a half half of one and threw it away, and I said, I that was your portion that. control. Portion huh? control. That was my portion control. And so then yesterday evening, mm-hmm. I went out and had some, you know, the, uh, just really small portions of. I had to have a little bit of okay. oysters Rockefeller. Okay. And then I had. I forgot you love oysters. I love huh? oysters. And then <clears> I had a <throat> little bit of shrimp jambalaya. Okay. I don't really don't want a lot of rice anyway, so I, I said I'm not going to eat that. But I had a little bit. Okay. And then some gumbo. Okay. I had some really nice gumbo, and that was really. Basically, it. I bought some red beans and rice home, but this morning I opened it up and it was like a lot of yes. grease and stuff in it. Yeah, I threw no. that stuff away. You, you, that kind of food doesn't last it more doesn't. than that evening. It, because know. the next morning it all solidifies and you know how much grease and lard and stuff is in there so i threw it all away but it was enjoyable it was nice Um, and then it's probably just you went for the company it was you know just to be out Mm -hmm. just to hang out a little bit Mm -hmm. just to see you know who was out i had my little mardi gras beads on okay stuff like that so yeah it was nice yeah so that's what i did and then are you're catholic did you get your ashes today uh ash wednesday ash wednesday today Mm -hmm. is ash Ash wednesday at at, uh and then at our hospital where where nate and i they had a they have a chapel and they had a man sitting there this morning yeah you can go for anybody who wanted to get the ashes Mm -hmm. so yeah today is ash the beginning of lent the beginning of lent Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so that's why I was like, well, I got to start with what I'm going to, you know, you can stay away from things, Mm -hmm. but you can also do things that you want to do, right? I'm going to take my thing for Lent rather than giving up something. I'm going to take a bag of stuff out of my house a day. Okay. Oh, my goodness. A bag of stuff out of my house a day. Clothes either to Goodwill Uh or to the trash there it is and i'm committed to do that okay that's a good one my um lent so-called commitment 
is that I want to, because I was doing yoga pretty good, but uh-huh. I have to be careful because of my whole neck and things. Right. And some of the the things that you have to do, you got to be real careful. I have to be real careful mm-hmm. and everything. But I, but when I do participate in yoga consistently. I feel more stretched out. So uh-huh. it's like, you know what? Let me get back to doing that. And I want to do it every evening. Mm-hmm. You know, just doing yeah. simple stretching and then resting on my mat. Mm-hmm. And and that'll be calming for me. Yeah, well, they say that's the best. Mm-hmm. That'll yoga. be calming for mm-hmm. me. So I'm going to be doing that. That's my that's commitment. Good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting back on track with that and... Yeah, it seemed like you enjoyed your Fat Tuesday. I did enjoy my Fat Tuesday. But you back on track, huh? You know I don't get off too far. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not too far. That's it. So what is going on this week? Everything, Vicky. Everything. Well, you know what was hitting the the, uh, lines and the broadcasts and the TV. Harvey Weinstein is going mm-hmm. to jail for two of the five charges, first-degree criminal sexual act and third-degree rape. Now, although he did get convicted of these in New York, mm-hmm. they're going to take him to Los Angeles to uh, stand trial oh, for really? some more charges. Yeah. Mm. So five takeaways from the Weinstein verdict. Mm-hmm. The split decision followed complicated testimony from accusers. It was a blow to the defendant and a win for Manhattan's district attorney, mm-hmm. Cyrus Vance. And Cyrus Vance's father was a, I'm trying to remember what he was. He was a statesman of some sort. He's mm-hmm. second generation. I think, I can't remember what president administration Cyrus Vance Sr. is in, but um, Mm -hmm. anyway, he's a DA, and it may have been a split decision, and Harvey Weinstein may have been acquitted of the most serious charges in the case, but the stunned expression on his face after the jury's verdict came in, and he was placed in handcuffs on Monday, made clear that it was devastating. On the other side, Cyrus Vance, the Manhattan DA, Mm -hmm. could take pride in even a partial win against Mr. Weinstein after coming under heavy criticism for declining to prosecute the once powerful producer at an earlier Mm. opportunity. Mm -hmm. Mr. Weinstein was convicted on two of five charges, first degree criminal sexual act and third degree rape, and acquitted on the others, including first degree rape and predatory sexual assault. Such divided verdicts are not uncommon. And it took a while because mm-hmm. it was kind of a hung jury for a while until they came yeah, out of there. Yeah, because then I didn't put it in here for us to look at. But when you read some of the stuff, you know, of the crazy stuff he was doing, but then to these witnesses, I couldn't figure out why they would still come back. They would say all this stuff, but then they'll but then they would go still back and have consensual sex with him. Yeah, I didn't Some get that. Some of them would go back and be participating with him in business endeavors and stuff. And some of them did come back, and so it. I could see how the jury would be confused. By yes, that. I would completely be confused because it know. just didn't make any. It sense doesn't make to sense. Me. I mean, I know you. You have to say, well, no means no. That I can consent this time, and then I say no, and that means no. But you know. I don't know. Men get mixed messages. I mean, I think that's a that's a serious mixed message kind of thing. But yes, but the jury was hung for a while. Okay, and then I guess they came to a consensus. And Mr. Weinstein, sixty-seven, faces a minimum of five years in prison mm-hmm. when he's sentenced by Justice James Burke of the State Supreme Court in Manhattan at a hearing. Said on March the 11th, Justice Burke could sentence Mr. Weinstein for up to 20 
nine years in prison if he hands down the maximum sentence on the two guilty counts and orders the terms to be served consecutively. And latest update is mm-hmm. that he left the courtroom and developed chest pain. Mm. And last I heard, he was in the hospital. Okay. I saw some pictures of the sports illustrator or whatever, and they were talking about how he was a broken man and stuff like that. But, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, Harvey Weinstein, I think he won the Academy Award for Slumdog. I think that was his company. He he won so many. I think uh, uh, the one that Gwyneth Paltrow was in, Shakespeare in Love. All that. I mean, I stand to be corrected, but mm-hmm. all those were Weinstein productions. And mm-hmm. he was a kingmaker. I know. And that's why, you know, I guess a lot of people came to him because it was kind of like we used to say about Oprah. Oprah's the kingmaker. Everything mm-hmm. she touches turns to gold. Mm-hmm. Everything that Weinstein touched in the um, motion picture movement turned to gold. Yeah, but he was and doing some... And he took some, advantage of it. Oh, he was doing some he nasty took, stuff in and, Hollywood. And, and he was. He was doing some nasty he stuff. Was. Mm. And making these women do all these things, and they couldn't tell, they were afraid to tell, because he could destroy their career. There was one of them. Was it Gwyneth Paltrow or somebody came on later on during this whole thing was saying how yeah but he really much started, destroyed I her, think it, her was, I, I it, was it somebody else it was somebody else but okay but there was somebody he destroyed their career i know I you know. know by putting the bad mouth and stuff out there about them they didn't get any more work in hollywood at all i know that whole thing when we thought about the me too movement uh-huh. we thought about him he kind of that kind of what happened all at the same time at the time, same time yeah it did when mm-hmm. oprah got up and made her speech and mm-hmm. stuff i think it was at the academy awards and mm-hmm. times up that was but her then times here's up the point speech. with that now she and all of them gail and all of them they, you know, you know how people talk. You know they heard, but they were up there, you know, grinning and stuff they with them before. Pictures. They have pictures, and now they've wiped out their Instagram account. Of course, <laughs> I just read that today. You know I'm on it. She just wiped out her Instagram account with him on there. Oh, did she? Mm-hmm. After the after the verdict came in, yeah, she wiped that out. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Let that sink in. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So there it is, right? What you say, there it are. There it are. (laughs) There it are. All right. Well, yeah, the memorial service for Kobe Bryant. I saw some of it. And then I saw a lot of the little um, takes that they Mm -hmm. have of it. And so you saw Michael Jordan, Uh all of them, they were were talking and giving their tribute. Mm -hmm. Kobe Bryant's wife um, remembered him as a devoted father and husband who arrived early for school pickups and wrote heartfelt cards and letters. Mm-hmm. This was the, the this was written in AP but it was saying, you know, public memorial service remembers the private Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. And that's that's so interesting because when you read, you see a lot of the stuff that he used to do for the community mm-hmm. that nobody really um, knew, you know, silently. Isn't that right. something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and, and he, you know, he was young. Right. But it says, you know, yeah, his longtime agent, Rob Palenka, and close friend, we called his final text from the NBA superstar minutes before he was killed last month in a helicopter crash. Bryant was attempting to secure an internship for the daughter of another friend who was sitting with him mm. in the chopper. Mm. Isn't that something? Mm. So Michael Jordan called Bryant 
a little brother and said that when he died, a piece of me died. So, yeah, you could see. Yeah, he was crying. Yeah, you could mm-hmm. see him crying. They mm-hmm. had this this um, memorial service at the Staples Center in downtown Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And they said at least 20,000 people gathered. Right. They were celebrating the last chance of really talking about Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter and the other seven victims of the crash. Mm-hmm. And so they had tears, memories, mm-hmm. and they had laughs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was sad. Yeah, it was, you know, there are a couple controversies. The first one is that I guess mm-hmm. a lot of his memorabilia went on eBay and uh, they tried to sell it for some huge amount. And I guess eBay has removed all the memorabilia because people were, you know, they buried him at the memorial service one day and then by, what, Wednesday oh, or so Tuesday. They, they selling all they, this Tuesday, stuff. they were selling all his memorabilia. And then the second controversy that has come up mm-hmm. is, now I didn't see the... Um, the memorial service, the controversy about his parents and his sisters. Yeah, that they didn't they didn't include them. No, and I was up last night doing mm-hmm. some reading and listening and about how they, I guess, have been estranged for a period mm. of time because I guess it's sort of, I don't know where it started, but one of the things, you know, he sued his oh, mother. Oh, I remember he sued his mother for selling, for what, selling his, his, selling stuff, his stuff and apparently got $450,000 mm. and Gordon, and um, didn't even tell him, right? Didn't tell him. And then he was, and then she bought a house in Las Vegas. Well, they bought a house and Kobe was like, I'll buy you a house. And they were like, well, that's not enough. And then I guess they hadn't spoken for a number of years. And people mm. were like, you know, they don't know whether they made up just before he passed or not. Ah, but okay. Yeah, they were, um, you know, there was a lot of controversy about them not being included in the memorial service. But, you know, weddings bring out and funerals bring out the don't worst in families. They. And, you know, she, you know, they might still because they were treating her nasty. Uh, they didn't come to the wedding. I know. So they didn't even come to the wedding. Yeah, they didn't because remember they didn't like her because she wasn't African American. Is that right? Is yes. that why they didn't like her? Yeah, they wanted him to marry an African American oh, woman. I was wondering what that was all yeah. about. But she's still brown. She, she Latino. Is. She is. I mean, come on, that's kind of close, I right? I would say that's pretty doggone close. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was one of their oh, styles. Yeah, they didn't go to the uh That's wedding. why they didn't uh uh-uh. uh. So they probably had somebody picked out for him, oh, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, because he was going out Well, he went to the prom with Brandy. Remember mm-hmm, that? When mm-hmm. he was real young and they were both real young. What happens is it's very sad how that we hold on to this BS of not liking somebody or falling out with right. somebody. Even after death. That's crazy to me. It is crazy. That's crazy. And I guess there's still, while we're talking about Kobe, I guess there's still some fallout. Mm -hmm. I guess Snoop made an apology to Mm -hmm. Gail after he had a long talk with his mother. And one of the interviews that I want to hear is Mm -hmm. he went on Red Talk Table with Jada Jada Pinkett and her daughter and Jada's mother. So, and I guess there was, uh, you know, Snoop had some heartfelt things to say, blah, 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 blah. I kind of want to see that. Yeah, but here's my take on that. You know, it's something about, let's backtrack. Now, we said, Gail and Oprah, they were all grinning and and, and cheesing. And even with this Me Too movement with Harvey Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. But, like we said, when it comes to Kobe Bryant... And her even mentioning it, the thing is, oh, this is Gail. Oh, she's a journalist and this and that. 
But come on, as journalists, I mean, the timing. I mean, come on now. It was extremely in bad taste. It was bad. You know, the guy, we hadn't even right. found out all the details on his, his body. Crash. hadn't even been taken, I don't think, off the... Um, no, and mm. she going on talking about some, some rape charges that wasn't it uh, acquitted and everything? Acquitted, and then she brought up, here's how it went down. Yes, okay. he was acquitted, and then she said, to, she dug in and said to Leslie, because when Gail came and said, well, you got to see the whole interview. Well, if you see the whole interview, it makes her look even worse. Okay. Because she said, well, the charges, Lisa said, well, the, uh, Lisa Leslie said the charges were dropped, and then, then Gail goes, well, the girl didn't want to testify. Okay. And then when Lisa said, well, you know, I don't know Kobe that way. We would hang out all, all the time. We would go to bars together. Kobe was never one of those type of people yes. that would say, you know, go get me a girl. She goes, I've got a lot of friends in the NBA who are like that, blah, blah, blah. And then Gail goes, well, you wouldn't know if he would because he's your friend. Mm. I mean, it was just so negative. negative. Yeah. It was negative, and you know. So, yeah. And I guess I thought last night at that debate, she didn't look too well. And I'm thinking, karma has a way of Doesn't coming it? back. I, I was looking she at looked that too. Awful. I mean, we're not talking politics here. We're not no, talking about the but candidates. But didn't she? But I'm just talking about the I people. I picked up who, on that too. People who were the moderators. Mm-hmm. Gail looked pretty bad she did so yeah that so might have been her karma that might have been karma yeah, but she did not present well at that debate last no night, in my opinion and here's the thing though yeah snoop dogg shouldn't have said what he said mm-hmm. you know because his reputation isn't the best when it comes to but he to said women. those words all the time anyway anyway Why was anybody shocked about what he said because that's whole, that's he him made his whole career on the b word and the this word right about women and so yeah and so then right. I can understand what he was saying, you know, come mm-hmm. on now, why are you, and it seems to me, every time lately, I don't know if Oprah trying to get ratings or something, because I thought it was kind of out of pocket when she talking about Michael Jackson, and he did. Right. So it's like, um, yeah, but they're not used to, because see, we're in a different era now, you know, social media, mm-hmm. black Twitter, they'll, mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah. they'll come and chew you mm-hmm. up and spit you out now, because mm-hmm. people... We can voice our opinions right. now, mm-hmm. you know. Back then, you know, you, you you just had, you were in that box of being on national TV. Right. Snoop, he's trying to apologize, but, you know. He had some good points to make. I mean, it was, uh, you know, I guess his mother was talking to him about the words that he called her, whatever, what have you. But the bottom line is this. She shouldn't have said it. Big time. I know. It wasn't the time of the play. And then as Lisa said. Which is yeah. a good point. Uh, the man is dead. Now, if you had some issues with that, why didn't you bring him back on your show and confront him? With, oh, big time. Uh, while he was alive. I know. If you still had that, this was in the 90s, if I stand corrected, or early 2000 or something like that mm-hmm. when this happened. It was way back. Way back. At least, what, 17, 20, 17 years or something like that? 17 years ago. Yes. I don't even think all the kids were born. Maybe he had one. I know. And then when they found out with the girl, she was schizophrenic well, and all that kind of mess. And there were issues with that. Yeah. And, and and so Lisa said, well, but if people had problems with that, mm-hmm. they had ample opportunity to bring him back on their shows or confront him with this or put it in the public media or whatever, shame him or whatever. Nothing was ever said until after he died. And then it was resurrecting this. Then it was said by. An African American woman. Yeah. That's the that's the and key. And Snoop said we're the worst. 
He said we're the worst. Well, uh, he kind of. He said we're the worst. We don't come correct. We don't come correct. We're the worst. That's so, what he said. We're so the worst. He might have said it in his, you know, how yeah. he does, but he said we're the worst. And he I kind of right. There's no way you cannot understand that. That's it. We're the worst. <laughs> okay. Okay. Move on. Move on. <laughs> yes. Right. Let's get into a positive posture. Yes, I don't at this know anything point. about this. This is my mom always talked about Whitley Phipps because uh-huh. he always back in the day, you know, because I was born and raised in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my mom, my grandmother, um, Seven Day Adventist, Berean Seven Day Adventist Church. You know, I was a part of that growing up. And this guy always had a beautiful voice. Mm. Whitley Phipps, and he went on to become world-renowned for his gospel singing. He had that mm. deep, baritone, mm. beautiful voice, and he's still with us today. Mm. And so on today's show, Carson interviewed him. Oh, today? Uh-huh. I think oh, it was today. I yes. missed it. Yes. Okay. And, and his, his signature was Amazing Grace. Oh, His wow. signature, and just the way he could sing that song, Uh you know, and so he's the founder and CEO of his, well, it's his foundation, it's U.S. Dream Academy, and he's done mentor and uh, national mentoring partnership. It's the excellence, his program is Excellence in Mentoring for Program Leadership Award. That's what he's gotten, numerous award for this academy, U.S. Dream Academy, Uh but he's traveled More than 28 years, he has traveled the world delivering message of hope, advocacy, and equality to many thousands of people. And you can see uh, a video of Phipps. He's uh, performing. Oh, beautiful voice. Mm. And he has been enjoyed by plenty folks, 7 million views on YouTube. Mm. But his thing is... His claim to fame is when he sang the same song at the 56th inaugural presidential prayer service, January 21st, 2009. Of Barack Obama. Yes, yes. And he's he's been encouraging folks, two-time Grammy Award nominee, Mm. okay, for his gospel albums and so forth. And so he performed in front of distinguished audiences like mm. um, President Barack Obama, but it includes former presidents, Jimmy Carter, mm. uh, Ronald Reagan. All of them. Yes. The father, George H.W. Bush, mm. Bill Clinton, and then the son, George W. Bush. Um, he also performed in front of the former South African president, mm. Nelson Mandela, yes, Mother Teresa, and then, um, of course, Oprah Winfrey. And then when you read the history, Oprah Winfrey gave him millions of dollars for his foundation oh, wow. that he's doing now. Okay. So he's been doing the do, and he was born in the Republic of Trinidad. Trinidad and, and Tobago. Yes. yes. And then yes. he moved to Montreal at uh-huh. an early age and then studied at Oakwood University in Huntsville, Alabama. And that's an African-American black historically black college it is seven day at venice oh i didn't know about that yes okay. and that's where he received his mm. uh, bachelor of arts degree in theology mm. and he went on to earn a master in divinity degree from andrews university okay that's a seven day big time renowned seven day at venice 
University and the next one would be Loma Linda. I know Loma Linda. Yeah. So I've yeah, they, they're Linda. distinguished. Yeah. yeah. Berrien Springs, Michigan. And Phillips has three sons with his wife, Linda, and currently serves as a senior pastor of the Palm Bay Seventh-day Adventist Church in Palm Bay, Florida. Mm. And so it was nice that they, for Black History Month, they gave a tribute to him and all his That's things. That's good. Because my mom and grandmother, especially my grandmother, oh, she loved to wow. listen to uh, Whitley Phipps. And so, yeah, I grew up listening to him. Okay. Just that beautiful baritone. I have to YouTube him. Yes, Gorgeous, gorgeous. So kudos to him. Kudos to him and kudos to the Today Show. Yes. For bringing that on. Yes, big time, big time. Good. So what's the latest, D? Well, the coronavirus doesn't look like it's Mm. uh, stopping at all. And uh, the latest today is that coronavirus outbreak spreads in Europe from Italy. Several European countries have announced their first corona case, Austria, Croatia, Greece, and Switzerland said the cases involved people who had been to Italy, as did now on the continent of Africa, Algeria, and Egypt now each have a case. So it's now on every continent except for Antarctica. Italy has, in the recent days, become Europe's worst affected country. And I was talking to some friends of mine this morning who live in Venice. Uh Venice is like a ghost town. The Peggy Guggenheim Museum is shut down. Okay. People are asked to stay in their homes. This is carnival time. And nobody's out on the streets. Milan is the same way. Oh, wow. Um, Authorities have confirmed more than 300 cases and 12 deaths in um, Italy. Mm-hmm. They're also having a problem. I don't know if you remember last week, mm-hmm. there was a, the, a controversy about bringing some Americans off of a ship yeah, and bringing them in into Japan? the United States. Uh-huh. And the CDC recommended that they not bring those Americans off the ship that they stay there and allow them to go through the quarantine and so forth. Well, they did. So another friend of mine was uh, messaged me last night, and those people are now in, there's a hospital in Nebraska. Okay. And actually it was a hospital where they brought Ebola victims. Okay. They have all the capabilities for all this quarantining and all this okay. negative air pressure and all this other stuff. So that's where they are. But, so they're um, in quarantine there then? They're, huh? they're in quarantine there. Okay. So the CDC most recently, like yesterday, put out a notice to the United States that we need to be prepared. One of my mentors, not mm-hmm. personal mentors, but certainly mentors in the field, Dr. William Schaffner, who's from Vanderbilt University, an okay. esteemed infectious disease colleague, okay. said, quote, you better get out your pandemic pamphlet or guide and dust it off. And when I hear somebody like him who has nothing to lose, he has nothing to gain over creating, because some people are saying, well, you know, maybe you're just creating mass pandemonium. Well, I just think you need to be prepared. Mm -hmm. It's not a matter of hysteria. It's just a matter of you see this thing marching from China all the way now, and it's in the United States. It's on every continent. Uh, You might want to pay a little bit of attention to the fact that it hasn't stopped. They don't have their arms around it. There's no vaccine. There's no treatment. And so you just they're just saying be prepared because the problem mm. is you have to find some place to keep these people. There. In, in Spain, mm-hmm. a gentleman came to this hotel in Spain 
recently, yesterday, I believe, and he and his wife tested positive for corona. They had to shut the whole hotel down, and those people are having to hold up in there for two weeks. Mm. So, you know, and what they what Sanjay Gupta was saying this morning was that in terms of how you get it, they think they're pretty clear now that one of the ways that you, one of the ways, couple ways, one of the ways that you get it is this droplet transmission, which makes it even more deadly because yes. sneezing, coughing, even singing, oh, like that you can okay. spread. Oh, or probably talking, too. Talking, all kinds of droplets. You know, people talk and they spit. spit. Yeah. So, and then the, 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 the droplets can hover in the air for a period of time. Number two, we know it lives outside the body for a period of time. So if you're not washing your hands, which most people don't do anyway, you've got it on your hands and that you're getting it that way. And so he was saying that, you know, we just, we, we need to be prepared. Everybody needs to go back to basic hand washing. You can't even get people to wash their hands. So people are calling asking, well, what can I do? Wash, wash your, your damn hands. That's it. We've been trying to get people to do this since 1847. Damn. When Igno Semmelweis came and discovered that mm-hmm. women in childbirth were dying after childbirth because the obstetrician was going from woman to woman spreading strep infection and not washing his hands in between cases. Mm-hmm. So, and I <clears throat> used to say at the tables that mm-hmm. when I used to do infection control and the CDC was continuing to have a big hand washing campaign, well, it hadn't worked since 1847. <laughs> Yeah, 200 years. Look, they, they, have a, work. they have a marketing problem. No, huh? they have a marketing problem. And then people are like, well, you know, well, people don't get upset about people dying of the flu and so forth. Well, there are a couple of things. That's different, right? It's different. It's a different virus. It's spread differently. And we have a vaccine against influenza. Now, it doesn't cover them all, but it certainly will lessen the symptoms if you get it. Well, I mean, there's so nothing that, for there's well. nothing for this right now, mm. and so at least for influenza, you've got something. You've got Tamiflu. You've got that. We haven't even been given permission that I've heard of to use Tamiflu for coronavirus. I don't hear anybody saying, "Well, those people who had coronavirus run out and get Tamiflu." So I don't know what they're doing. So it's not mass hysteria. It's just that there are a lot of unknowns, right? And it's popping up in places like my. my lastly, my thing was, as I said to some people. Day, you got, let's just think about this. You've got thousand people on a boat, on a ship, maybe okay. maybe five hundred. Okay. I don't know. Do they hold a thousand? I don't know. I'm not a boat person. I'm not either. <laughs> so that's why I don't know. Let's say you got five hundred people on a ship, maybe more than that. Okay. My thing is, how did they how do you get it? I mean, some of these people are not gonna come in contact with other people. So it makes you wonder. Can it go through vents like Legionnaire's disease? Uh, I'm thinking. Can it be circulating in the vents in in a ship in the air? You know, people go to 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 eat it in these cafeterias, and maybe somebody was there 15 minutes ago. You didn't come in contact with them, but you certainly came in contact with the air Mm -hmm. that they were breathing, or you certainly handled the doorknob. Yes. So the how these people are getting infected is also weird to me. Mm -hmm. But if you have one infected, everybody's got to be shut down. That's it. And people are taking it seriously. Uh, Many colleges have shut down their spring break programs, and some of them have already shut down their summer programs of going to Europe, going to China, going to a lot of these other places for travel just because of the unknown. I know. I've heard that too on the so, on the campuses, yeah. and so it's going to be something. Now. It's, it, the, it, the, the, it's, the jury is still out. Mm-hmm. 
it's until they something. get their arms wrapped all around this. And there's a lot of arm wrapping to get around because people are turning up positive here. They're just like popping up here, popping up there, popping up here. And they've got to get some I know. control. And, you know, Italy I know. shutting down Venice and it's affecting it's And the Dow dropped a thousand points oh, yesterday. Yeah, it wasn't, mm. So somebody's taking this serious, not just me, but some people are, are you know, yeah, and like I said, nervous. let's go back to the beginning days of this. Mm -hmm. I continue to say. When the Chinese were building a 3,000-bed hospital, and it was supposed to be up in two weeks, I know. wasn't that a hint to everybody that this That's is something bad? Right, something, right. And they were not reporting that many people no, being sick. I know. Something ain't adding up. Mm -hmm. So we were asleep at the switch. Yeah. There's nobody there to, to no. do what they need no. to do. no. So it's so, going to be, like you say, it's going to be a hot mess. It's going to be a hot mess. Because whenever we've tried to get ready, ready, you know, back in the 2000s, right after 9-11, when we were ready for getting ready for anthrax and all this, it was a hot mess. Even Ebola, mm -hmm. it was a hot mess. You know, for people coming in, you didn't know what to do with the symptoms. But the first person, I said, what is kind of like, like Mike Tyson said, everybody's got a plan until they get hit in the face. I know. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's a good one. That's <laughs> you get hit in the face, then you, you go to, <laughs> all of a sudden your A plan becomes Z. <laughs> I love it. That's a good. I can't stop laughing. That's a good one, though. Yeah. <laughs> My point for saying that is this. <laughs> it's all well and good to talk about, well, you know, we're prepared for this and this, and we've got this, and we got the doctors all lined up. When that first patient hits the emergency room door, people are going to be flying. You best better believe that. You're it's right. all good to have a plan. Mm-hmm. On paper, mm -hmm. with the practicality, and I'm just saying this, anybody can quote me and say that I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. The practicality is going to be, because I've seen this, when they walk through the door of the emergency room and say, I just got back from Wuhan, China, A, B, C, and D. Now, I'm not talking about like the hospital in Nebraska or It'll be like some rural yes. hospital, some rural, you know, as we used to call them, St. Elsewhere Hospital. And they give good care, but they're not going to know what to do. Oh. So I'm just saying, Schaffner was right. You better get your pandemic guides out and start dusting them off. Let's get our plan yeah, ready. You got to get your plan ready. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Dee. You're welcome. More to follow. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Vicki Haywood-Doe. I just wanted to break in for a quick second and introduce to you the sponsor and creator of this show. It's the company I own, Haywood Doe Consulting Co., doing business as Vicky Doe Fitness. We are a health and wellness consulting company that specializes in designing and implementing medically integrated applied exercise physiology-based fitness wellness programs initiatives, events, health promotion, and health education for special populations such as older folks, children, adolescents, overweight and obese individuals, cardiac rehab, women's health, and those who have chronic diseases. We have a team and network of healthcare professionals based out of Northeast Ohio, and we've worked with many companies, schools, churches, and organizations. 
If your goal is to transform your life by taking a holistic approach to living a life of health and total well-being, get in touch with us at info at To find out more about our on-site and online programs and services, go to vikidofitness.com. And now back to the show. Well, today we talk about research and tried and true successful strategies for living healthy and fit. It's not too late to refocus on getting back on track to fulfilling your New Year's resolutions of being healthy and fit. And sometimes you just need a little bit of encouragement and reinforcement. We will be talking about strategies to get you back on track to living that healthy life that you always wanted. But first, I wanted us to look at, and we talked about this about two years ago. We uh-huh. talked about this article, uh-huh. How to Get Your Health on Track. And at that time, it was 2018. Now, can you imagine two, two years, years later, later, and these are still things that a lot of us haven't, got it together yet, but we are going to encourage all of us to think about this. And so this was written by Health Day News, and you can find this article on Vicky Doe Fitness. And it says, for those still open to adding to their list of New Year's resolutions, the American Medical Association is offering its top 10. Okay, these are top 10 healthy suggestions, I think all of us should really hone in and think about these. Okay, so the first, Americans should make an effort to cut back on sugary drinks, medical experts advise, right? Mm -hmm. Diabetes, something is also screening. Diabetes screening is also a good proactive step as the new year unfolds. And so now it's rolling into March of our new year. Diabetes screening is something that you can do and the AMA suggests trying an online tool. And this is a self-screening website to help you do just that. So you go to doihaveprediabetes.org. So then the next one, increasing physical activity is another good idea based on the notion that all adults age 18 to 65 should rack up at least a half an hour of moderate intensity aerobic exercise five days a week or as an alternative you can try 20 minutes of vigorous intensity aerobic exercise three times a week number three cutting down on salt sodium yes and processed foods is another positive step according to the ama So is being clear about your current blood pressure status. The organization suggests the website, loweryourhbp.org, as a good place for more information. Okay, number four, Americans should also try to drink in moderation this year, the association adheres. That means no more than one drink a day for adult women and two drinks a day for adult men. Number five, the AMA also strongly advocates kicking the habit for those who still smoke Mm. and taking steps to control stress, perhaps by seeking out professional mental health assistance. Controlling pain medication intake is also critical. 
This can help prevent addiction and prevent misuse by people for whom such drugs weren't prescribed or intended. And lastly, the AMA recommends Americans to make sure that they and their family are up to date on vaccinations. Guidelines can be found on the website of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, cdc.gov forward slash vaccines. And so what do you think about this, D? They're all great, and they st- have stood withstood the test of time. I mean, yes. two years we talked about these, and they're still in good stead. Especially I like how we're really focusing on the sugary drinks now. Yes, absolutely. More recent thing, it's not a, a fad thing, but it's just I continue to say sugar is killing us. Yes, yes. You know, sugar is what's killing us. It leads to inflammation and all the other diseases that we've associated with inflammatory reactions and so forth. So, yeah. And then continue to exercise. And for those of you that have fallen off the wagon, uh-huh. about 90% of everybody. <laughs> right. Let's get back do it. up. Get right back up and watch your salt. And I, one thing they don't have on here, which we continue to emphasize, mm-hmm. is portion control. Portion control. That's, the, that's key. the key. That's the key. Like you, that's you had key. you had that yeah. wonderful. That was my attempt for the for the donut right. with the jelly in it, but I had half and threw the rest away. That's that was it. my attempt for portion control. I didn't have to have the whole thing. I just yes. wanted to taste it. Right. And so there mm-hmm. it is. So yeah. you can do that. You can. It, you can. You don't right? have to eat the whole thing. Yes, you right. can do that. Right. The other half tastes the same as the first half. <laughs> You know, that's what you got to get through your head. The second half tastes the same. Right. So So, just enjoy it and move on. Keep it moving. That's it. Yeah. I'm going to start our lecture, and it'll be short and sweet because these are strategies to go with what we've been talking about. And I usually put this on when I go out and talk to whatever I'm talking about. If I'm talking about exercise, if I'm talking about healthy living, Uh if I'm talking about nutrition, I always at the end, you know, we talk all this stuff, but we have to have some type of strategy or plan of action on how we can get it to happen. Uh Today, yes, strategies for living healthy and fit. I will start out with Number one, when we think about strategies for living healthy and fit, we have to embrace, and we talk about this here on our show, the holistic approach. We have to embrace total well-being. That's why we talk about emotional health, Mm -hmm. you know, coping with life and creating, you know, satisfying relationships. We talk about mental health. We've had folks come on the show talking about how that we need to practice mental wellness, Mm -hmm. environmental health, being in a place that support well-being. Because, you know, if you are in a toxic environment and they are not thinking not one bit on how to be healthy, that's probably not the environment that Mm-mm. you need Mm-mm. to be if in. If all they're thinking about is the bottom line, that's not healthy. That's not healthy, Mm-mm. right. So we have to think about our environmental health as well. Financial health, getting your papers in order, because we know how that rolls. Absolutely. That can... <laughs> it's tax time. There it is. That can lead to a lot of stress, it's right? It's tax time. <laughs> yeah. High blood pressure, all yes, of that. Yes. Stressful eating. Yeah, yes. stressful drinking. Uh, yes. Yeah, so yes. getting your financial papers in order 
is a part of embracing total well-being, intellectual health, you know, finding ways to expand your your knowledge and your skills, uh-huh. you know, because knowledge is power. Knowledge and is then power. that goes for seeking knowledge. You can find out for sure because, you know, we get all this stuff on the media of what to eat and all these different fad diets and uh-huh. stuff. If you seek knowledge and you learn how to read those articles and 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 know the difference between evidence-based articles and so forth, that will help you to do the right thing for your health as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So knowledge is power. Spiritual health, you know, having a sense of purpose mm-hmm. is important. Social health, a sense of connection and belonging. One of the parts of going through a weight loss program or trying to get back on track you need to get that social support Mm -hmm. you know you need to seek folks that are doing the same thing that you're Mm -hmm. doing exactly and then you can get that Mm -hmm. that connection Mm -hmm. here's another so we're embracing our total well-being now we're going to get rid of negative thinking and we're going to change our mindset that's critical changing your mindset surround yourself with negative people that's it. And That's you know, we, we've said this time and time again, that some people, they're not happy when you're trying to do a healthy. Not everybody claps for you. That's Beware it. of those that don't clap. So not everybody's happy for Mm-mm. you. Mm-mm. And you have to leave that alone. Mm-mm. And you have to get in that mindset that, yes, I am going to make that change. Uh You have to take on, and research has shown this, you have to take on a healthy identity. And what does that mean? That means, let's look at it. So a teacher, a teacher has that teacher identity. What is that? A teacher will probably be teaching, Mm -hmm. right? A teacher will probably be up at night doing their curriculum, right? Mm -hmm. Writing their curriculum, Mm -hmm. looking at um, the latest on what to teach. Mm -hmm. And he or she has taken on that teacher identity. Mm-hmm. You have what? A physician. What do physicians do? They heal and they talk to people, mm-hmm. right? They try to uh, make sure that they're well. What do physicians do? Well, they talk with patients. Uh-huh. You know, they, they're looking at the latest medications that they should prescribe. They're doing things that physicians do. So if you're taking on that healthy identity, That means you're always constantly during the day asking a question. What will a healthy person do? So the healthy person will probably do two things, either pass the donuts or half the donuts. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That is taking on that Mm -hmm. identity. Also, a healthy person would, if you miss your exercise in the morning, You'll be up all during the day trying to do your two-minute bouts. Exactly. So you're taking on that lifestyle of what and that healthy identity of what a healthy person would do. And so you are constantly asking that question, what will a healthy person do? Now you want to practice mindfulness, right? Mm -hmm. Having that quiet time, meditate daily, even if it's five minutes of taking that quiet time and closing closing your the atmosphere around you or the environment around you down just shutting it down for a minute Mm -hmm. and taking quiet time that is also very good for your health and well-being 
Practice conscious eating, that mindful eating, Mm -hmm. less unmindful snacking and grazing, Mm -hmm. sitting in front of the TV, eating and carrying on. Mindless eating. Mindless eating. None of that, right? Right. We are going to practice conscious eating. And that's a strategy that will help us to live healthy and fit. Stop depending on willpower only and motivation and develop these sustainable habits that operate by default. And yes, we cannot depend on willpower and motivation alone because just think about it. We wake up in the morning, we are all fired up. But by the time we hit home, <laughs> we've had so many things that, that, beat up. Uh, that yeah, that's beat up. That's beaten us up yeah. during the day. Beat up. You know, a lot of the negative thoughts a lot of temptations, Mm -hmm. you know, so we can't depend on our willpower because it will deplete. It's like, it's like batteries. You got to charge it up. How do you charge it up? With meditation, right? Right. With quiet time and having a plan of action so that you can create these sustainable habits. So create a plan of action, write it down and spend time doing that. You know, we we will write a big time plan on our career. We will write a plan on our business plan, but we don't write nothing. Jack, you know no. what? On a health and wellness plan. That's interesting. We don't. I don't. Thinking, so thinking right. of it. we no, don't think of it. So if you create a plan and mm-hmm. really think about it, more than likely it'll get done. Yeah. It'll get done. Agreed. So create a plan. And also remember that you have to create this plan and start doing those habits because the neuroscientists and the behavioral scientists, they have researched and found that it takes 60 to 68 days to form a new habit. And for a complex habit, such as living a life of health and wellness, where you're talking about exercise and and what you eat and all Mm -hmm. that, that's a complex habit. So it's going to even some sometimes it even takes up to 120 days to get in that pattern. Long time. Right. So that's why you have to constantly do these things Mm. to develop those habits. And so we have what we call here at Vicido Fitness, remove, replace and refine. You're removing the bad habit and you're replacing it with a good habit and you're taking the steps and the time to refine it. So you are doing a, a 12-week program mm-hmm. or you, you know, you're not doing a quick to do a 14-day challenge. That's great to jumpstart you, but that's not long enough to form that habit. You got to be on that for a while and right. continue to consistently do that. Right. You want to set smart goals, develop sustainable habits and systems. So you set smart goals, which are what? They're sustainable, they're manageable, they're realistic, they're attainable, right? And then you set a time frame, right, to achieve these goals. Small steps, sustainable steps, and you're being consistent, doing something, a little something every day. Then you have to have, when you're doing your plan of action, you have to have a relapse plan. Mm -hmm. And your relapse plan is not starting tomorrow, Your relapse plan is to start at the next meal. You messed up for breakfast. Now for your meal, your lunch, it got to be on point. Or you didn't exercise this morning, then exercise throughout the day. Exactly. So that is your relapse plan. 
we want to move on to what else you can do. And then we'll be wrapping this up. Well, you got to do the combo effect where you're talking about eating healthy, having a healthy diet and exercising. Because when you focus on your diet and exercise, you will see lasting results. Because like we say here, you can't overexercise a terrible diet. Mm-mm. No, you you'll can't. be on that treadmill forever. forever. <laughs> no, you can't. And people don't understand. I mean, just that little donut that I ate yesterday, I would, you know, somebody calculated that's at least probably a good 45 minutes with high intensity and all of exactly. that. It takes a lot to burn up stuff that you think, you know, and that's, that's when you get to underestimating. Yes underestimating the amount the of exercise and food that you eat and exercise that it takes to burn those calories off. Exactly. You said it. Yeah. That's why, yes, in yeah. order to really get lasting results, you mm-hmm. have to hone in on what you eat and uh-huh. how you move. Uh-huh. And then you want to choose an exercise that you like. Yeah. If you don't like running, why are you don't choosing do that don't to do? Don't do running, right. Right. Exactly. You could do walking, you uh-huh. know, power walking. Mm-hmm. If you want to have high intensity, you, you know, if you like swimming, go and do some laps. Mm-hmm. And you want to start out slow. If you've been sedentary, you want to start off slow and progress to higher intensities. And then you want to try something new. Variety is the spice, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about this at one point where you don't want to have that boredom, mm-hmm. right? So right. You, you try something new, exactly. you know, try some line dancing and mm-hmm. doing some fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that you can do. And this will all lead to you having a life that is healthy and fit and stop making excuses. Right. It's not that you can't do it's that you won't do. Exactly. So we want mm-hmm. you to want to do. We want you to want to do, and last but not least, believe in yourself. You can do it. Mm -hmm. You can do it. If you start, get your plan of action and take that holistic approach, yes, you can have good results. Even we say you to be consistent, but research has shown that even if you half-ass do on what you need to do, you still will get some of the health benefits. It's keeping on, keeping on, and never stopping. So that's my little two cents. Good. Yes. So what do you say about that, Dee? I think that's good. One of the take-home messages, because some of those, you know, you continue to instill in us all the time, but the making a plan for yourself, mm-hmm. I think, stuck with me that you make a plan for business plan, you make this plan, make your meal plans and all that, but you don't make a plan for yourself for your health your and overall wellness. health and wellness. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you that's don't. a take-home and message And in that me plan, today. it will have... Because I have to make myself do it. It'll have, you know, when you're going to do your screenings. Yeah. It'll have, yeah, mm-hmm. it'll have all this stuff. Right. Are you going to take vacation time for right. me time? For right. Yeah, it's a serious plan of action. Yeah. Have you been to see your doctor? Yeah. Are you sure you're up on all your immunizations that you need? That's it. You know, all of those kind of things go into that plan. Yes. Mm-hmm. How are you going to de-stress, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a, a well-thought-out plan, mm-hmm. and, yeah, you can do it. You pretty much wrapped it up for us, that, that inside show. Yeah. 
you know, remember those 10 steps that you talked about, mm-hmm. one of which was several of them to point out. Increasing physical activity, which is all about what Vicky Doe is about, mm-hmm. is another idea based on the notion that all adults 15 to 65 should rack up at least a half hour moderate intensity aerobic exercise five days a week. Now, this is 2018. Let's roll around once more to what they're saying now new. What they're saying now, yes, you still want to follow those uh, recommended guidelines of at least 150 minutes per week. But even with that, there's no excuse. You can every day start doing two-minute bouts. Exactly. That's during the day. Yes. Two-minute bouts, and that will add up mm-hmm. to your 150 minutes and more exactly. per week. Mm-hmm. And what we will say is you got to get on up and do it. It's not too late. It's still the beginning of the year, so to speak. It is. <laughs> So to speak. So you still got time. It is. Now, I know you're going to blink and it's August, but. uh, I know, right? (laughs) Let's not say that. Let's get some spring up in here. Let's do something, right? right. All right. And as always, for more information, go to our website, www.vickidofitness.com. And remember, if you have any questions, comments, or just something to say, tweet us, email us, go on Facebook and share with us your thoughts. You've been listening to It's All About Health and Fitness with Dr. Vicki Hayward-Doe and Dr. Virginia Banks-Bright. Vicki Doe is owner of Vicki Doe Fitness, a multimedia health and wellness forum, a place to discuss, learn, and participate in healthy living. You can get in touch with Vicki by email at info at vickidofitness.com.